Welcome to the Carpfucius Says Podcast, the show where we talk about anything and everything related to living a more purposeful and empowered life. I am your host, Michael Carp, aka Carpfucius. All right, welcome to episode number five of the Carpfucius Says Podcast. Today, we will be talking about harmony, specifically, how do we create more harmony in our lives? Prior to about three years ago, I literally did not think about harmony at all. It never crossed my mind. Balance never crossed my mind. And it just wasn't something that was at the forefront of my awareness, let's say. However, in the last three years, that has changed a lot. Um, Like from, I went from almost like zero to 100. Every single day of my life, I think about harmony. Every single day of my life, I think about balance. That is how important these concepts have become in my life and how important I think they are globally, like as a society and as a race and um, just as a people, like it, it affects everything. It affects everything from our individual lives and my individual body to my relationship with my parents, to my relationship with my friends, to my relationship with food, my relationship with my clients, the relationship with my work, it, it, affects, it affects literally every aspect of my life. And I believe it is the same for, I believe this is universal, right? Harmony is a universal concept and it is a, it underlies everything. <laughs> so it's a huge topic. It's a huge topic, but with any huge topic, we can slice it up and start to understand it a bit better and figure out how we can actually apply it to our lives. So number one, I think it's always good to define things when we are discussing something, especially when we're taking at it, taking a look at it from a different perspective. What is harmony? To me, harmony is when an ecosystem is working together in balance. One of the easiest ways to see this is in nature. If you have a balanced ecosystem, what you have is everything in that ecosystem is working together in harmony, no matter how complex the ecosystem is. And natural ecosystems are incredibly complex, right? You have all of the rocks, you have all of the bugs, you have all of the plants, you have all of the birds, you have all of the um, animals, you have the water, you have the air, you have like all these different components that live within that ecosystem. And when a natural ecosystem is in balance, it means everything is working together in harmony to help that ecosystem thrive, to make sure that ecosystem 
is full of well-being where all the things that live in that ecosystem have everything they need to thrive right and it's the same with us like sometimes as human beings we forget we're natural that we're a part of nature and it's in order for all of us or at least as many of us as possible to thrive we need certain things right we need certain um, things available to us like shelter and water and food and money and health and family and friends and like all these different things right when all of these things are in balance it means they're all working together in harmony or when everything is working together in harmony what we have is balance this can apply at basically any level of a human life for example within my body right or your body or anybody's body when everything within the human body is working together in harmony the body ends up in a state of balance or a state of homeostasis, right? We have our organ systems, we have our tissues, we have the oxygen we're breathing, the water, the food, the nutrients, and the skeletal system, we have the central nervous system, we have our brain, all that stuff, right? When all of these different components are working together in harmony and when all of these components have everything they need to thrive, the body becomes balanced homeostasis, right? Or you could say perfect health, for example. Then we have harmony in the human body, right? And if we go, let's say, another level up, let's say harmony in our relationships. When things with your family are harmonious, usually it feels good, right? How do we know it feels good? How do we don't know something's off? You can feel something's off. You can feel your relationship with someone just feels a little bit different than how it usually feels or maybe it usually feels off and you're like okay I kind of want to I want this relationship to be more harmonious and this is definitely the case in romantic relationships because you're so intertwined with that person your psyche is intertwined your emotions are super connected to each other and and you're interacting so often that you're always bouncing off each other, reacting off each other, responding to each other, right? And when your relationship is in harmony, usually things are going really well. Like you're, you're, you're happy, you're joyful, there's a lot of love flowing, you're joking around, you're flirting, all that sort of stuff, right? Just things are just nice, harmonious, and balanced within the relationship. And it's the same with any sort of relationship. If you have a harmonious relationship with your coworkers, things are good. If you don't, things are probably not the way you want them to be, right? Or if you have a harmonious relationship with your business partners or with your clients or your customers, then things are probably good. And if it's not so harmonious, you're like, okay, we need to fix some things here. So harmony affects everything. It affects absolutely everything for me i i like to look at things from every sort of level right so a level that i'm really interested in is global right societal the societal level and the societal perspective 
what would harmony, like absolute harmony, look like across the whole planet, across the whole of planet Earth? What would a harmonious human race look like? Well, everyone would have everything that they need in order to thrive. We would also have peace. We would have, you know, world peace. <laughs> so, like, for me, if even if people might not be fully aware of it, any sort of kind-hearted person who really cares about the well-being of the world ultimately cares about harmony. Right? If you care about world hunger, you care about harmony. If you care about world peace, you care about harmony. If you care about community and togetherness and tolerance of, of people and people's lifestyles and the way people live and people's life choices and people's biology and psychology, if you, if you care about tolerance of these things and acceptance of these things, all of those are harmonious things. Right, world peace is a, is a characteristic of a harmonious world. Like people having enough food to eat and shelter and education is, those are aspects of a harmonious world. People being accepting and loving of one another, that those are aspects of a harmonious world. I care deeply, deeply about that stuff. Part of my mission, part of my purpose is to help push humanity forward in, in those areas in terms of harmony and balance in the world. And that might seem like a tall order, right? Especially for one individual sitting here recording a podcast. <laughs> um, but actually, I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way because this ties back into what we discuss in another episode of the podcast. I know what the process is I, and I know what the, the ultimate solution is. I, can, I, envi- I have a vision of what that is, right? And it goes back to the concept of what creates our outer world? What creates our outer world? What creates not just our outer human world, our outer lives, but what creates our outer world? And it goes back to our inner worlds create our outer worlds. As within, so without. If this principle is true, then The answer to the question, how do we create a harmonious world? How do we create a harmonious outer world globally? The answer is we create harmonious inner worlds globally. Harmonious inner worlds globally, right? The way we create a harmonious earth is by creating harmonious human beings. human beings who are aligned within their inner world, human beings who are in harmony within their inner worlds. And I see it as one human being at a time, 
right? And the first human being is me, right? The first human being that I need to like get in harmony with is me, right? And that's the way it is with, with, with at least the, in my perspective, that's the way it is with everyone. Right, the only human being we really actually need to get in harmony with is ourselves and our inner worlds and bringing our inner worlds into harmony. If every human being, all eight billion of us, started to get more in harmony within ourselves, we would create outer global harmony. We would create the world peace. We would create the world satisfied um, nutritionally. We would create world tolerance and acceptance and love of one another. So we don't have to go outside of us, at least not in the beginning, right? In the beginning, the work is inner because it isn't until we get that inner work done that we will see the reflection in the outer world because our inner worlds create our outer worlds. It's very difficult when you are not in harmony to try to create harmony outside yourself because the energy is misaligned, right? But when you are in harmony in your inner world, you naturally and automatically create harmony in the world around you. I've absolutely noticed this in my own life as I have really paid attention to this stuff and really worked on my own inner world. I'm very aware of how I affect the world around me and how I affect other people, especially. When I am not in such a good place, I can see the effect on other people around me and in the world, right? And how people react to me and how people respond to me, even random people, not, you know, not just my friends and family, but even random people. But when I'm in a really good place and when my inner world is in harmony and emotionally I'm doing well, mentally I'm doing well, I'm just feeling good, I'm being myself, I really notice the effect on the people around me, both the people I know and the people I don't know. And it, it's, like, it's like your light shines and brightens up other people's lives your own harmony because it's such a universal underlying concept of of the universe right because this is such a deep and powerful force this force of harmony it it kind of spreads easily <laughs> right it spreads easily when people are in harmony within themselves like the other person doesn't like likely won't even realize it but they will be inspired to create more harmony within themselves and create more harmony in their own lives and more balance because you are in harmony yourself because you are in this balanced state because you are in this higher vibration right then it inspires other people to naturally get into that place as well, especially if they're close to you. Because of how bonded you are with, with the people in your life. So I really think we have this paradigm where we see and 
we see a problem with our eyes and we see that, that there's a problem that exists in the world and we think the solution also exists outside of us. The paradigm shift that I've been going through myself and have been become a lot more aware of over the last three to four years is that when I see a problem outside of me, the first thing I look at is within, right? I go within, okay, I see this external problem. How can I think about this in a more loving way? How can I think about this in a more harmonious way? How can I bring myself into more harmony within to help inspire whatever this thing is into greater harmony? A part of it is understanding how powerful my energy is and that there may be something going on on the other side of the world. And because physically it's far away, it seems like I don't have an impact on that thing. But, and this is, this is stuff that's like, it's deep. Let's just say it's deep. But there are studies that have, that have shown the, the, um, in quantum physics, it's called entanglement theory. It basically means that even if things are not physically next to each other, even if they are super physically far away from each other, they can still affect each other, right? How does that happen? Look into a concept called the quantum field <laughs> and you'll get a better idea of, of how it works. But this is like deeper spiritual quantum physics stuff that is a bit beyond the scope of just this episode. But your energy matters. Your energy makes an impact on the world. Even if you are not right next to the thing that you are, you know, paying attention to, right? So if I see something on the other side of the world that is not harmonious, right? To put it lightly. If I see something on the other side of the world that's not harmonious, I know I can actually indirectly help what's going on by being in harmony myself. And I know that by not being in harmony myself, I'm not helping that thing, right? If I'm focused on that thing and I'm getting really pissed off about it and I'm super angry about it and it's stressing me out, I'm not helping that thing that's going on on the other side of the world. That does nothing. It does nothing. If anything, I'm just contributing more of the energy that I don't want to see manifest in the world. So then I think to myself, what type of energy do I want to see manifest in the world? Okay, I don't agree with this, right? And that's okay. Don't agree with that. Don't agree with going with what's going on over there. But I also know that contributing my negative energy to that does nothing, right? So what can I do? What type of energy do I want to see manifest in the world? And for me, it's harmony, it's love, it's appreciation, it's tolerance, it's acceptance, it's balance, it's empowerment, and all of these higher vibration, it's peace. <laughs> it's all of these higher vibration, universal concepts, right? That ultimately end up in harmony where we can all have the opportunity to live the way we really want to live and experience both the inner world and the outer world that we really want to experience and that we really want other people to have the opportunity to experience. If you're listening to this podcast, odds are you're probably in one of the higher percentages of people in the world who have opportunity available to them. 
So many people don't even have the opportunity to listen to a podcast like this because they don't even have their basic needs met, right? And I personally see it as, okay, like I've been given this amazing gift to be in this position in life, in this, like, um, you know, as one of the higher percentage of, of people in the world who have opportunity available to them, right? And in receiving that gift, I want to give back. And part of giving back is I have the opportunity to bring myself into more harmony in my inner world. And in doing so, help the world in general come into more harmony and to share this awareness with others who could benefit from it, right? So, to summarize, our inner world to create our outer worlds. And the way to create more harmony in our lives is to create more harmony in our inner worlds, to balance our energy, to balance our thoughts and balance our feelings and emotions. And yes, that too may seem like a tall order. It's something that, that might be very challenging. And yeah, I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth the the time and the effort you put into it. The time and the effort you put into harmonizing yourself. It's massive. Like basically anything you want in life can be tied back into that. And when you recognize how powerful your energy is, then you recognize the power of actually put doing this type of work, right? Doing this type of work to to find your own balance. All right, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Confucius Says podcast on how to create more harmony in your life. Subscribe follow if you're new to the podcast and I'll see you in the next one. Peace!